0: Welcome to Soundbreaker. In today's episode, we're talking to Dorian Piron, who is a groundbreaker in the music industry. Thank you for joining us. For our listeners who might not be familiar with you, could you please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do?
1: Not too much, so we can get into it later deeper. A Pleasure to be here and pleasure to be invited. I'm Dorian. I'm the co-founder of Groover, uh, which is a music platform helping artists getting in touch with music curators so we can be bloggers, playlist curators, labels. And what we're trying to do is help them Uh, get in touch with these people, but also get answers and make sure that their music is getting listened to. So really making this connection between artists and uh, industry professionals, media outlets, the people who can help them. Uh, Part of this adventure since the beginning uh, by founding it and helping especially on everything related to business operations and music operations. Um, I also founded a music blog in the past and since and still like trying to keep it alive even though uh, a Groover takes a lot of time and I'm also a DJ for, for a few times. Great, what an amazing introduction.
0: Dorian, um, is it possible that we can go back a bit uh, in years where how did your passion, your love, your pursuit for music started back in teenage or younger than that? Was it... Uh, How do you get influenced by being, want to be in the music business or whether the creative side or the business side of it? Was it your parents? Was it you or relative, older brother, sister? Please share I, with us.
1: Yes, of course. I think it's a, a bit of a mixture between my parents and uh, myself. I was passionate about music since the very beginning. Um, I got to listen to very good music thanks to to my dad who educated me well. Um, and one thing he did and that I started doing, totally imitating him, uh, was going to uh, uh, disc stores, buying some CDs, uh, from the, uh, independent, uh, uh, area, just like the cool covers, you know, the cool artworks and just like flashing the barcodes and, uh, seeing which ones were like, Oh, this one is interesting. And then going back home with the CDs. Um, mm. and so I started doing that a lot and spending all the little money I had <laughs> at the time. Uh, and, and, um, and so one day, uh, I think it was 2013. So I was 19. And I um, started a music blog uh, wanting to share some cool tracks that I was discovering from uh, unknown artists just to Mm -hmm. share them with my friends. I thought I was the first one doing that, and I realized I wasn't. (laughs) There were thousands of people doing the same. Um, And at the same time, I played the guitar, the piano, and singing. Um, And so it was a whole of a big passion. Nothing very professional, but I was really... Uh, taking it to the heart to, um, to really discovering more about music, uh, practicing it, but also discovering new artists and making them discovered from the start.
0: Amazing, amazing. Um, can you share how Groover has revolutionized music promotion for independent artists, particularly in terms of connecting them to curators and industry professionals, please?
1: Yes, of course. Uh, Groover, we started it because we started by uh, with my co-founders Romain and Raphael. When we started working on that on this project, we wanted to help independent artists, and the the first thing we did was uh, calling hundreds of them. Uh, actually, it was two hundred calls that we did for a month, um, spending a lot of time with them, asking very open questions about what their daily life was and what problems they were encountering and what everybody was telling us was that they were finding solutions to produce music distribute it, and, uh, and um, finding friends to do the artworks and the music videos. But what they couldn't find is a way to have more than their friends and their mom and their dog listening to their music. So it was actually like the, the biggest issue they were encountering this and playing live shows, but which is very related in a way because it's mm-hmm. everything about like showing your art to more people and, and, bring more people to listen to your music and discovering it. So we decided to focus on that. And um, the way Groover works and how it has revolutionized the way artists are getting in touch with music professionals and media outlets curators and OBS. curators um is because we found a way to guarantee that those people when they get in touch with them are going to listen to the music so everything was focused on breaking this wall of first listening when they're sending music to the creators the bloggers the radio stations um with a mm-hmm. system that goes with micropayments uh, and the micropayments help ensure that the media outlets the creators are going to listen to the music um and give feedback positive or negative. They keep entirely independent on an editorial point of view. They're not pushed to share anything, but they are um, pushed to listen to the music, consider whether they want to share it or not, and artists are receiving uh, answers, mm-hmm. which is the biggest difference. And it's everything relies on that, in the fact that we ensure that the music is listened to and they get feedback so they can evolve, they can better know what the music is and who they should reach out to, and they get uh-huh. sharing opportunities from them.
0: Interesting very interesting
1: uh with over 4
0: million pieces uh of feedback uh given to artists what role does uh, feedback play in an artist's career and how does groover uh, ensure constructive feedback for its users
1: it's um it's a very good question knowing that um what we say to artists and it's the first thing is that mm-hmm. feedback is not for everyone like not every artist wants to receive feedback but we um have feedback in every case on groover because it's what we found as a guarantee of listening a proof of listening uh, when a creator is listening to music if they don't have to give feedback the artist doesn't know if like they have actually listened properly to the music itself so the first thing and, and can be like it's interesting to notice but it's like this proof of listening that is important the second thing and um, the way we guarantee it is we have a whole charter a guide that has evolved through days uh through years that we have pushed and sent to all our creators and professionals so they can improve the way they give feedback not just to please artists by saying how amazing they are it's not at all what's uh, expected here it's more to put them in the shoes of the artist about what they are expecting they are expecting um, something honest. They are expecting to um, uh, have something constructive that is benevolent that will help them grow. That can give them directions to, uh, towards who they should reach out to. Um, artists wants different kinds of feedback, and um, and we we try with uh, Groover and educating our creators to give feedback that will actually help them go the right direction. So it's it's the role that it plays. Um, really for artists is this kind of, it can be a guidance, it can be a proof of listening, it can be a way to better understand what kind of music they do, in what kind of box they are for now, what kind of boxes, and do, should they pursue that or try to get in another box.
0: Mm, interesting, really. I mean, very, uh, I like the in depth conversation we're having about it. It's very uh, informative, very for us, for me actually, and for our listeners and viewers on Soundbreaker. Um, you've invited uh, key partnership or initiated, not invited, I'm sorry. Uh, you initiated key partnerships with various platforms like SoundCloud and CD Baby. Uh, how do these partnerships benefit Groove artists
1: and what opportunities do they offer? For inspiring musician, it's very interesting, and in a way, I, I think it shows how Groover is becoming pivotal in uh, the way it's it works with artists. Is that we've mm-hmm. uh, we've created partnerships not only with SoundCloud and CD Baby, but also with TuneCore, United Masters, Amuse. We're we on the process to uh, bring some new ones. We we almost partnered up with all aggregators over the places and most distributors the only mm-hmm. one being di- uh, not uh, being a part we, we're not a partner with, uh, with this uh, district we've talked with them but they don't do partnerships which is bad but anyway um, the, the reason why I'm mentioning this um, is because it's really close to the dist- to distribution on the value chain for artists and yeah. their uh, development and the way and their journey so we're working with a lot of artist services company and especially distributors because once an artist distributes their music um the next thing they want is to have people listen to it uh and especially Correct. on streaming platforms and, and in other places so yeah. bringing an offer to um, SoundCloud, um, CD Baby, TuneCore, United Masters, Amuse users with a discount so that they can promote their music through Groover um, is is really interesting for these platforms in a way to show that they support the artists and helping them uh, getting more streams, getting more listeners, um, uh, growing their fan base. And on the other end, on our uh, on our end, we leveraging all the discounts we can on these distribution platforms for special cases and also trying to. To find ways for artists to leverage better these distributors and showcasing in different ways so that artists can choose the right distributor for them with discounts, uh, thanks to using Groover. So it's really like a double referral uh, partnership in all cases. It's working mm-hmm. really well, and we're seeing really great results on that.
0: Hmm, very interesting.
1: So you pretty much partner up with everybody, really. Uh, every everybody, everybody. Dis-
0: but mainly, you said TuneCore, Believe, all of that.
1: Yeah, we we have partnerships with a lot of the main aggregators and we're always looking at like striking new partnerships with other ones and it's always really great discussions. We're talking with, for example, Symphonic distribution right now, Label Works uh also talking with uh Revelator. It's kind of like partners who really want to give opportunities to their artists to get their music a mm-hmm. better. Um so it's really like um Synergy here. Um and we're always looking at partnering up with all the, the platforms there are uh on that on that space. Um, we've, we've also partnered up with Feature FM, which is not like a distributor, but more on marketing tools, uh, mm-hmm. with Warm, uh, with also Warm, um, yes, yeah. Master Channel is a good example. Disco as well. Uh, all the services that benefit the artists on the whole, like um, chain of artist services, they can benefit from to and, and empower them to get the music heard. Absolutely, something that artists were missing.
0: Absolutely, this is you know will help them elevate. Uh, their status and get them more, you know, heard and known actually
1: out there. Yeah, it's it's a whole goal. Like if you had like to sum up our vision in a few words, it's like we've always trying to empower artists to get their music heard and uh, help them accelerate their career. This, which is the second part of our vision here.
0: Good. So I hope all of this will help them earn more streams on uh, Spotify, because you know, Spotify, if you don't earn a certain streams, they'll take you down. So. Yeah. I hope these tools will help them. Yes, yes. We definitely need to add more power to independent artists and keep the music alive because that's what really thrived the music business, not just the major artists, also the independent artists. It's a big, big percentage of it is the independent artists. And that's why, you know, big artists
1: born from being independent and being out there exactly and and what's important to know on that and you you said it is is that um spotify is going to pay only artists after like they reach a certain yes. threshold now like 1000 streams yes. but the Correct. other thing that's interesting is when you look at the market shares of the majors and um and the biggest independent labels but especially the majors this market yeah. share has been uh, going down this past few yeah. years showing Absolutely. how how thriving the the independent um, artist community is also because there are more and more artists and more and more tracks. So finding your way through the noise and cutting through the noise is very difficult. When we started, it was 20,000 new tracks released every day. Now it's 120,000 and six times every more. Day. We, yeah, every day. every day. And we started only six years ago. <laughs> so wow. six years ago, six times more tracks released every day on Spotify. So it's crazy. Unbelievable. Uh, could you tell
0: us more about Groover Obsessions? Um, and how it helps artists, you know, uh, accelerate their careers. What uh, criteria do you use to select artists in these programs yes, On so this program?
1: Groove Obsessions uh, was uh, started around two years ago. Um, yeah. The idea was to fulfill the second part of our mission, which is like helping artists Accelerate their careers and not only like get their music heard, but also accelerate their careers. Our idea was uh, to detect the top performing artists on Groover um, among the top 1%, 0.1%, knowing that we have like 400,000 artists using the platform right now. And the idea was to say, okay, who are the most promising? Who are the ones we love the music of and how can we help them grow also not only horizontally with a lot of the services, but also vertically. Um, The way we do it is we partner up with them and we bring them mainly three things. The first thing is support. We have like a 24 hours thing where we're always available to bring them advice and helping them Mm -hmm. strategize the next releases. Um, we really good. It's one of our key pillars is being really good at support and always helping artists uh, and mm-hmm. trying to be there because like if we're not able to answer them, we can't answer. <laughs> uh, curators will answer that. So this is the first thing. The second thing is we really help them with their promotion on streaming platforms in particular, but also radio stations and media outlets, but especially growing on streaming platforms through independent playlists, trying to find their way to editorial playlists, and understanding the uh, algorithmic playlists at the same time. And the third thing is we uh, create some uh, visibility opportunities for them, which can be um, shows, events in Paris, London, New York City. It can be content we produce. We Mm -hmm. created a whole brand and four families based on the four elements um and we have the website and social media we're pushing them and and it, it acts as a label of quality because they've been selected through um the top 0.1 percent um artists on the platform and our idea is for this whole thing to be an accelerator and not a blocker so we don't have like blocking contracts our idea is if they have the opportunity to work with a super cool label uh, we'll be super happy for them, and we can give, provide advice and support uh, for that as Great. a third party. Um, our idea is really to help them grow there. Now, how do you base your judgment on the most popular
0: artists on Groover? Is it based on, uh, let's say, social media performances like TikTok, Reels, Shorts and all of that? Or uh, You know, because a lot of the music, a lot of artists were born from these platforms by the music that's being, you know, played on viral videos. And, uh, you know, became popular or just the streaming platforms such as Apple, uh, you know, Deezer, uh, Spotify, you know,
1: Amazon and so forth. Um, There's a three part to this very, um, to to say like uh, shortly, the first thing we look at is uh, their performance on Gruber. Um, so how, um, did they perform on Groover with the creators? Did they accept that track that they decide to share? We calculate a score with that taking into account the pickiness of the creator and stuff like that. So it helps us like show, um, like kind of find and dig some of the top performing artists on Groover, which is our own like, um, proprietary data that we have access to and we are the only one to have access to, which is great. The second thing is we look at, um, streaming data. And um, social media activity—it's less important for us, but it's a marker of like how have they developed their activity, and are they active on these platforms, and are they <laughs> showing that they have like some potential of putting more energy and and on this because it's so competitive right now that we it need is. to be sure that they are like they have the resource and the 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 wish to grow on these platforms. And the third thing we do is we do, we and and it's like the deal breaker is the music. <laughs> we listen to music and do we find it interesting? Do we find it original? Do we find it like, do we like the project? And, and the fourth one is like, are there other nice people? It's super important for us. We don't want to work with artists who are like, who, who wouldn't be on the same like vibe or wavelength. Um, mm-hmm. It's a cool thing. And a lot of record labels will tell you that like they, they, they need to be in, um in the same uh, wavelength as on the same wavelength as the, the artists they work with. And uh, mm-hmm. the music is super important. So it's a yes. three part thing. Oh, interesting
0: uh informative for our listeners out there who's going to be inspired of some of the artists our viewers and our show um as a dj yourself how do you see the role of digital uh, platform like groover shaping the future of music discovery and promotion especially uh, in the context of emerging artists and the
1: changing music industry landscape uh it's a good question um to be completely frank i haven't been a dj for, dj for long uh it's been 6 months i would say but i love it and i got to um play some gigs and enjoy it a lot and play awesome tracks and and feeling that like activity and energy uh, and loving it um and so it's interesting because for DJ, what I see now is like I better understand the electronic music scene that I didn't understand really well before. I'm more like an indie rock, indie pop guy yeah. at first. Uh-huh. Um, and and I see like, uh, so we, we're we putting a lot of things in action for electronic music artists now because I think we were very late on the, on this. We have, we all, always, we've always had a lot of electronic music artists using and producers using Groover, but we mm-hmm. were not the best. So uh, we like better... Um, organizing the music jars on the platform. We're gonna introduce a new DJ category in the upcoming months so that artists can submit their music to DJs so that it can be played in their sets. Uh, we're wow. also partnering up with really cool festivals in France, in the US. So we're trying to find new opportunities for them. But to, to put that aside more generally for independent artists, um, a, a platform like Groover, it's, it's not su- sufficient to help you grow and really uh make a career like it's not sufficient at all but it's a key part of contributing to the snowball of what's happening around your projects what's bringing you more visibility more fans more audience and at the same time what's bringing you more legitimacy i think it's the two thing here it's like groover you're reaching out to music creators bloggers radio stations record labels and these people that they can bring you more visibility they can bring you more streams and audience but they can also bring you the legitimacy of like, you've been broadcast on that radio station, you can communicate about it as a social proofing. It will bring more people to listen to music. So Groover plays a big role in that. When people ask me, yeah, I didn't get like 10,000 of streams from the shares I got, but when you look at it, they got shared, for example, in an article by a chief editor from Rolling Stone in Argentina. You can say, hey, Mm -hmm. just make a post about that. You'll see the impact of... Being shared by these kind of brands on your whole projects in itself, it's still super important. And I think it's still the role they can play media outlets, magazines, blogs is the power of their brand on the legitimacy they can bring to artists, how we can push some festivals to book the artists that they wouldn't have booked if, if it's just a, an artist who has like mis- millions of streams on Spotify, but no brand on the side. Got it. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, so the groove
0: does play a major role in enhancing the artist, uh, how should I say, uh, enhancing their speed to get to the level they want to be at.
1: Yes it's it's, it? a, yes. it's a booster it's a booster yes. for me and um, and, Definitely. and and what's very interesting is that it's not only about promotion and visibility because you can also get in touch with managers record labels bookers publishers so you, like sometimes it's just like one <laughs> submission to one person one encounter mm. and yes. then it's going to change your whole career like i was at cool. a festival in france called um it's an uh, the off uh festival of uh Transmusical, which is one of the biggest like festivals in france but kxp is it it in? it's in december it was in december oh. this year and oh, it was okay. and it wasn't um at the spotify for artists house they were doing during that festival uh um, yeah. where all the artists were invited uh, and I was there with like a friend who's a producer and was playing. And I, and, and I talked with three different artists. One had found, uh, their label on the platform. What one had found that publisher and one had found their manager. And I was like, lovely. and I didn't know about it. Uh, so we don't even know about all the encounters that happened. So it, it's what like makes us continue. It's like this whole connection between artists and people who can help them, which is very complicated today because it's so like overwhelmed.
0: Well, definitely something artists were missing, and you guys brought that to the table. Absolutely. <laughs> Groover is the helping hand for all independent artists. Absolutely. Yeah, what we're trying to do, for sure. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, that's really an incredible journey so far you had. And um, the music industry known for its challenges and setbacks. Uh, can you share a difficult moment you faced in your career, and how did you overcome it?
1: Yeah, it's. To be honest, it's what's cool is that we put so much dedication. I found the best uh, co-founders ever. Our team is uh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the setbacks we encounter, they are like, um, come to balance by really cool things happening and having this kind of positive attitude and resilience. Uh, but mm-hmm. to, to give a few examples, I think, um, in the beginning when we started we were really dedicated in uh, to help artists and one category of people who were kind of afraid of what we were doing were pr officers like pr agents mm-hmm. um because they were fearing for their jobs which is now we see it's not actually an issue because um like a pr officers pr agents they come later in the process they come when the artist is has already a bit of visibility and they come as a, real accelerator to make them like grow with bigger outlets, which we more focus on like small and medium sized outlets. But in the beginning, when we were coming to events, it happened that we had like PR agents like come at us and really be like very aggressive. Um mm. But what was cool is that actually like I've, thank the ones that came to talk to us because then we could debate and we could talk and we can discuss. And they actually became users on the platform. But it was tough to get this kind of like <laughs> criticism. But the whole ones who didn't talk to us and it was very yes. frustrating, um, it, it was tough in the beginning. And it, we may piss with it, but in the beginning it was something that, uh, that was tough. And if I can share the second thing, it's um, building, a, building a tech platform and a tech company. Tech development can take a lot of time. Sometimes you have a lot of ambition or what, about what you want and what you want to put in, in place on the platform, uh, and you have to make like priorities about like we, you go, what you're gonna put in terms of new features, and and um, I was handling a lot. I'm handling a lot of support, uh, the support system and the artists uh, who are like um telling us uh if there's a bug or if there's something they want on the platform, they're happy and they're unhappy. Um and it can be like very tiring on an emotion emotional point of view. Um and sometimes they're asking for the same things and we know we need to do it, but we can't for now and it's on a roadmap and this kind of frustration can be like sometimes very tiring and go like to yes. tension a lot of tension uh, within that. but we overcome it and it's cool um Great. i've been insulted a lot by people huh. uh uh on the support uh but now i i like i i i learn to like breathe and like yes. answer in a very kind way and and people are very like offset by this and so they they start to like um uh like apologize and then it's it's good huh. you know yeah, good <laughs> They're
0: their negative feedback. But you know what? Take it in and output the positive
1: feedback. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I saw something that like like really helped me with that, with like the negative yes. feedback. And I, I tell yes. it to artists, is that our brain is wired to be on attention for danger all the time. Uh, yes. A neg- negative feedback, like a negative piece of feedback is danger. Yes. You will Very. have like... You're a superstar. You will get a thousand tweets selling, telling how you were amazing on the Grammy Awards show. But you're going to receive, yes. like, one negative thing. You're going to focus on this one. I saw, like, I don't know who was talking. I don't know if it was, like, but, uh, like, a huge superstar telling, this killed me for 24 hours. And I was, like, and it's because of that. It's because, like, and there was there was this um, society, like, sociologic uh, a kind yeah. of, like, a specialist. And he was telling that it's because our, our brains wired for, like, being attentive to danger. Yes. Correct, so, correct. Well, in my in my book, if uh, somebody
0: talk negative about you or give you negative feedback, yeah, I, to me, I say this is not your business, and don't make it your business. You yeah. know, so ignore it. It's not your business. Let somebody else talk. That's their freedom. They could talk. You cannot stop people from talking.
1: Yeah, but it's definitely even if they're talking about you, it's not your business. You know, yeah. and, and don't make it yours. Yeah and it's the tough thing about groover is that it's a very emotional product it's like artists receive feedback some positive some negative We yes. try to help creators bring like an artist
0: is very emotional because very they, emotional because music is emotional thing it comes from the inside you know their music creation so it's all connected together with them absolutely so yeah, they need totally. the most
1: positive feedback as possible you know yes and, and it's what i'm trying to tell them is like like if you receive some sort of like negative feedback Try to ignore him. Try to ignore it and, and, and focus on what's really interesting for you. Maybe the small yes. things you think you can work on and also the positive and focus on yes. that. It's what's going to push
0: you. Yes. Um, you mentioned you have your partners before. How big is the team of Groover? I know you. And you mentioned one more partner. And
1: I think, how many? You guys, three, correct? We're three co founders with Roman yes. and, uh, and Raphael. Uh, with Roman, yes. Uh, and Raphael. Uh-huh. We are a team of more than 40 people now. So it's going a lot. It's not only us, <laughs> there are so many amazing people and talented people in the team uh, working yes. on all the various parts of uh, what we need to have Uber growing and helping artists. Any of you guys uh, of the
0: uh, co-founders, you, Roman, and Raphael, any of you also into development, like more in the tech side, like say, hey, I handle this, you handle the uh,
1: uh, PR, I'll handle the networking, you know. We have a very good uh, organization of uh, responsibilities. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, Roman is handling more everything related to, like, the overall strategy, funding, and recruitment. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Raphael is handling product so everything related to how the the platform will look like and evolve and I'm handling everything operations Within business and music um, mm. so and we trust each other a lot and we align um, All the time uh, we have lunch every two weeks and we see each other all the time so it's great. It's an alignment alignment that uh, that's very important and we we really t- um, uh, Wary of how we are gonna organize a team so we have the best efficiency uh, to grow and improve the platform and serve the artists the best way.
0: Great. Uh, I know our viewers and listeners are very curious about your, because uh, they're going to be inspired about your story. What are you doing? You know, and how's the funding going? If you don't mind me asking, if you if you if it's okay for you to answer, uh, what phase of funding and if you could share how much you guys raised so far and what are you guys looking to raise?
1: Yes, of course. So the um, first yeah. thing is it grew, grew a lot and um, we started out in France, but now France is only 18% of our business, 40% mm-hmm. is in the US, 10% in the UK. It's growing all around the world, so we need like funding to keep on growing that. We needed funding to just try to go faster, be better, yeah. um, and we could have gone another way and bootstrap and stuff like that, but what we did is we raised the first round in 2019 it was a 1.3 million what 1.5 mm-hmm. million dollars actually um um fundraise with business angels uh tech stars uh which is a uh, like a us accelerator um and it helped us uh grow the first core team um then we raised the second fundraise in 2021 with mm-hmm. two VC funds uh one called Partech and BPI France which is the French sovereign investment bank they're really good at um uh, helping our um, startups grow uh with their VC funds and they always like co-investing with other like private funds mm-hmm. um, yeah. and we raised 6 million dollars at that time wow amazing and we've just closed a new uh fundraise uh, a few days a few weeks ago um of eight million dollars uh this time with two other funds and all the other previous funds going and putting money again uh so one rack time um tech mind, uh there's trained v c uh and there's also um like there was French founders in the in the previous one um and it 's cool because it 's uh outlets uh it 's a uh, funds that are both both European and also have a Mm -hmm. foot in the, on the American continent. And so we're trying to grow that way. And this, this funds will help us grow, improve, um, our services and the way Mm -hmm. what we want to do, if I, if you, if i must say is like, extend the services we bring to artists to help them keep on helping them grow their career and the visibility, uh, with the, More than all-in-one platform for this, uh, more than just Mm -hmm. a service to creators, which is still the key. Um, And then the other thing we want to do is, of course, keep on expanding, and especially with the focus on North America. But we're also growing in Latin America and Europe, and we want to keep on doing that um, and keep on finding new opportunities to grow everywhere. Because Groover is really like scalable everywhere around the world. Um, Yes, we have like, which which what's fun is that American artists using the platforms. They con they get in touch with thirty-five percent of American creators, but then sixty-five percent of foreign creators they get in touch with. It's very interesting Amazing. because it's really way to grow worldwide on Guru and test new markets. So the the, the dream is alive and you guys growing. Yes. Growing and going forward. Yeah, it's so not easy close- everyday, but yeah. no,
0: I'm sure. <laughs> and you guys are almost close to twenty million dollars in funding. You know, you're getting close to that number. May I ask, what's the, comp- the, you know, the platform or the, your company's valued at when you raise that much money? What's the market evaluation now of the company?
1: So we're not communicating officially on the valuation. So I yes. don't kind of like to give you a um, a number, but just to let yeah. you know we're still the three founders, we're still uh yes. in a very good position at leading the, the company and uh yes. we have uh the funds that are with us in the board are really supportive, helping. Yeah. And we really have like the right setup to grow now. Um in terms of valuation, I can't communicate it, but um yeah. Like, people can make guesses, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but it's, it's a big valuation. Um, I'm sure. But, but the idea is, um, the goal for us is really that that money serves the development of the company. And we hope, we have big ambitions uh, in being the leader for that, like, music promotion space and growing yes. on artist services. Um, and we'll see how it goes. It's going to be exciting years. Uh, tough, but so exciting. You could
0: see, so, you could see ahead the unicorn status in Groover.
1: Well, I, I think it will take a lot of time <laughs> if it happens. <laughs> um but um but for now like we, if you take an example of the company you know, uh, Believe, which is also a French Believe company. Digital, yes. Yeah. Believe is French, yes, y- yes, yeah. They they grew in an amazing way. Um they did, they did Absolutely. an IPO. Currently, they talking about becoming private again.
0: Yes, buying it back. Denis is talking about yeah. buying the company back. I was can I read the article, and I was like, wow, okay. Yeah, I bought it. Okay.
1: I bought a few shares like uh, two, you weeks, did. three weeks ago. Crazy plus fifty percent on the on uh-huh. the share price. So no, but I, I'm like it's uh, it's like it's a big success, and and we want to be not challengers, but we want to be on music promotion visibility. What believe? Has become on distribution with other companies, of course. Yes, but we want yes. to grow on that, on like that this level, step of like. Yes. How do we help our? That us? magnitude. Yes. Yes. Th- this will be. This would be amazing. But we'll always try to find the right way and path for the company for our users. So it might be very ambitious. It might. Do, it might not work. It might work, but we all like uh, thriving to to make Listen, it happen. Listen, you guys are on the right
0: path. You and your partners definitely, and the way you. Uh, how you raise the money and how fast you're growing. It's definitely, definitely amazing. Um, Thank you. Yes. In your opinion, what is the most common mis- 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 excuse me, misconceptions
1: people have about the music business or
0: the music industry?
1: Um, I would say miscon- it's misconception, but a lot of people have understood this as misconceptions. But um, yes. some examples I have in mind is um, you'll find some people saying, hey, you just need to have a good song and then everything will happen for you. This mm-hmm. is not true anymore. <laughs> Honestly, this is... Uh, unfortunately, this is not true anymore. You need to find the right way to present it, to put energy in promoting it. And um, it, it's not the, always the, the thing uh, artists um, prefer, but it's it's still super important. And artists need to be active in promoting their own craft, even if, when they have like a big team around them. And you can when you see the superstars, they are doing it they are not saying like it's just uh, the people around me doing the thing they are active on social media they are very um, attentive to their brand image uh when you look at like, people like taylor swift or people like that they are like entrepreneurs they are, like they 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 know how to do it this way yes. um another thing i've seen is um and i'm talking to people who want to work in the music industry uh um, yes the more people i see applying to gruver and who are like in music industry they're all telling me i want to become an anr you know i want to become an a. it's the thing i'm seeing like from everyone and i would tell you don't say that during an interview when you're applying for a job and try to find other things you're interested in um for the reason that um it's not easy to define what an anr job is today most of the time, people who want to be an A&R don't exactly know what it is, but it sounds sexy. It's also very <laughs> difficult because the A&R execs, when they once they become an A&R, they are not leaving their jobs, <laughs> so <laughs> yes. it's very hard hard to find positions on that. And also because it's important to scout new artists, but there's there, there's also so much need in uh, helping them develop their careers and helping them grow. Um, and 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 I I feel that. If you if you want to really grow in the music industry this way, it's, it's, it can be more important for you to yes. find you, your own project, your own artists you want to support, the the, the, the people, you, the actions you want to do, uh, the projects you want to do. If you want to start a festival with friends, or things like that, then the studies you're doing on the side or the, the, the university you went to or… Yes the company you apply to and where you work. Of course, it can be cool on your CV, but the music industry is really good for that. So it's more like a a misconception that we can have, but like something that is cool about the music industry is that you can get into the music industry only by getting into it, wanting to work Mm -hmm. with artists, going to parties and and network with people just because you want to find someone you want to work with and that will uh, make you grow there. You don't need to go through a lot of studies and things like that. And I did a business school, very good business school in France. I did UC Berkeley. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have too many diplomas. Honestly, with investors, it was great. In the music industry, I'm hiding it. I'm not selling it. it oh. It's like, it does, it's not helping me in a way yes. that like, what's, will, what will help you in the music industry is your track record with working with artists and what we will actually do, which is really cool, mm. I think. Yes. Yes. Um,
0: collaboration is a key element uh, in the music world. Could you share a memorable collaboration story or someone that you worked with that left an impact
1: on you it's tough to choose like the my co-founders are the best as i was saying uh-huh. so they they honestly um like we'll go uh, through this adventure together. So this is a really good co- collaboration. It's, and they still like uh, co-founding a startup is like a wedding and uh, like mar- getting married and it's like totally true. And it's been six <laughs> years, so it's not like a, like it's starting to be quite a quite a wedding, a marriage. Um, uh, then uh, if I'm talking about like, there, there were some really cool people I, I, I met um, um, that helped us uh, draw the first partnerships. Um, that helped us grow in the US in particular. Um, yeah. We have many of them, but I, I, I talked about the companies before, um, so I won't like say the name again, names again, but people like Dan Truman, who was working at TuneCore before, now at Spotify, Alex Trevino, yeah. she was working at City Baby. Uh, Andrea Gleason from TuneCore, who trusted uh, Groover as well. Yes. Uh, Feriel, who was working at TuneCore and then CD Baby. Jordan from SoundCloud, who was amazing. Uh, there's the team at Disco uh, between Australia and uh, in the US, and they're also like mm. amazing, and we're organizing a show together at yeah. uh, South By. It's it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be the third year in, round, in a row. Uh, there's Michael Sherman from Future FM. I've always found that people who are involved in companies in the US once we came to a certain point that was super open and, and they really wanted to help us and push us. And it was really like yes. something that was a collaboration there. And that's what I really love about, uh, Americans compared to French people, like you're much more open to collaborating and and finding the right business line and and uh and um and finding someone something that's a win win that people in Europe... I don't want to like uh, <laughs> do that, say bad things about french people French people are really great as well, but the best people i've collaborated with were people from other countries in france and especially people from from the u s or english speaking uh countries and anglo saxon cultures amazing great great to hear.
0: Uh- uh, technology has significantly changed the music landscape. How have advancement in technology
1: influenced your work and music industry as a whole? Um, so technology itself, um, it's interesting because when we started Groover, artists um, were focusing on trying to get onto blogs, you know? Yes, uh, yes um Radio stations are still a thing, but they were even more a thing in the time. And actually, now like technology and how people are discovering music through streaming platforms mainly or YouTube, it pushed yeah. artists to really focus on trying to get onto playlists. Uh, mm-hmm. Now there's also like social media influencers. You 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 must have seen all the like some TikTok or Instagram influencers who are like really putting a very engaging content about discovering new music, which are really interesting. So it's more about like how the behaviors are evolving on those platforms um, and how those platforms are becoming more user-friendly and going with the generations that is changing a lot of the landscape on what we are focusing on. Um, mm-hmm. Regarding technology, there's of course AI doing a lot of stuff right now um, are, and changing a lot of things in the industry. Um, we're trying to find ways to leverage it the right way as something that could help artists and 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 fuel some of our services. Um, but we're really exploring and not being like full on on it because we, we, we really want to become experts at it and understand how to really use it the right way mm-hmm. before branding Groover as like Groover is changing as groover.ai or something like this. You know, it's not, it's not the point. We're really focusing on like the human connection between artists and, and industry professionals. And, and so, um, we, we have to find AI as a way to nurture this. So it, it's interesting to see how. AI can be both frightening we'll and at the yes. same time, yeah, it's a trade-off. Frightening and a really good help. And I'm seeing, um, like a good way I'm seeing it, like my uh, my girlfriend right now is um, she's a DJ and a producer, and um, mm-hmm. she she produces really well, and she doesn't use AI for it, uh, but she doesn't know how to write lyrics or find sometimes ideas about how she wants to present it, and she's using chat gpt a lot for that like to nurture ideas of lyrics of themes of things that could be interesting if she wants to collaborate more like pop related tracks rather than yeah. pure electronic or techno tracks and i see like how it's helping her like uh, in her creative creativity in the space where she's not an expert yet and i find like ai being super po- powerful for that like helping artists who are who have the the wish to become really good like and complete artists grow in the spaces where they're not experts yet. And yes. I, I find it very fascinating for that. Simple. How do you
0: stay updated on the latest trends, innovations, and changes in the industry? And how important for you to continue to learn?
1: Um, it's super important. Uh, to be honest, I, um, I find a lot of news on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is really good for that. Um, he newspaper outlets like music business worldwide or music ally um uh, very good research papers like media um they're they're really good at like helping us like navigate through what's happening in the music industry right now uh the other thing i do is i go to events i go to conferences i go um and i meet with people i Honestly, when I go to events, I know that people go to events and like, I'm going to events, I'm going to meet people at places. Before I go to an event, I go through the whole database of people and just like... Pick. Oh yeah, contacting so many people and my day is full of like... Sometimes I go to an event and I'm like, I want to have met with at least 50 people one-on-one. Uh It's like just meeting with people, talking with them, exchanging and getting their feedback and their insights. Um, I would advise any people wanting to work in the music industry to do it, uh, meet with people. Uh, I've, we had so many cool things happening. Like w- examples are like people I met at Salby when we were very, very small and, um, and they called me, they called me back one year later to start a partnership. And because mm-hmm. we had met at that event, wow. um, mm-hmm. so, and, uh, and it's interesting and keeping up to date with what's happening, going to events is a great way to know, um, what's, what's like the current cool thing, uh, an interesting thing.
0: So staying connected is one of the key elements to success if you have a startup, an idea, or something that you're building.
1: Yeah, totally. Even if sometimes yes. it can be a bit frustrating because you're seeing trends yes. happening and you're like... For me, like it's always been about the artist and what the artist needs. So when there was like the NFT trend, um, yeah. it was interesting when there was speculation because it was a way for artists to get more money. It was the only thing I was focusing on was... When they're using an NFT platform, they can make more money, they can fund their project. It was the only thing that was interesting for me in that. All the blockchain yes. technology, all the like, digital, like, collectible. Honestly, I've, I never found it interesting. But I found interesting the fact that they could raise money out of it. Um, so I was I was just interested in that part. So, But it was frustrating to see so many of the events focusing only on metaverse, NFT, AI. And, and yes. there was nothing about pure artist services, yes. what they actually need. Like, are you talking yes. to artists about what they actually need? And it's yes. missing a lot. Now I think it's going back because like with the old thing of like NFT like <laughs> and metaverse and stuff and stuff, it's like people only raise their things, you know, on LinkedIn, like NFT Expert. They all erased it. And now they're going back to more like what artists actually need. And AI is different in that because it's it's actually much more usable and bring more interesting things. So I find it interesting. But it can be frustrating sometimes when you see like trends that are like too much and everyone talking about something like, have you asked yes. the artist if they can use that and if they're interested in that?
0: Great. Um, <laughs> simple advice for people, for our listeners, viewers who are going to be inspired by your story, they want to follow your footsteps, follow the path that you went in, starting their own startup, they have good ideas. What advice you have for them out there?
1: If um, you don't mind sharing. <laughs> I'm still really young, so I don't know if I'm in the right place to give advice or anyway, but but... Um, one thing that's uh, been really good for me, and I've I went back on it, and then yes, I, it's when you start and when you have opportunities. I would say you should say yes to almost everything that sounds a bit interesting, or you think you're mm-hmm. gonna meet with people. Sometimes you go to places. I, I went like to cities or towns yes. for events, and I was like, "What am I doing here?" And I didn't think I was gonna um, uh, take a- anything out of it, but I was like. Saying yes in the beginning is a way to stand out. So we see a lot of people telling, hey, you should start saying no. But in the beginning, yes. when you don't have anything or you don't have any opportunities. <laughs> don't start saying no or nothing will <laughs> never happen for you. So we say yes. like in the beginning, say yes to everything. And then you have the luxury to, to choose. To pick and choose.
0: Um, <laughs> any projects, anything that you're working on that for our listeners, viewers, uh, they can look forward to or wait for it anticipate all of
1: that can you please let us
0: know what are you working on or something new
1: yes yeah, so we are working on new services uh to help artists it can go from uh, helping them writing their bio their pitch to helping them manage their digital ads and we're trying to find a way to encapsulate it on Groover the right way so this mm-hmm. is going to be super exciting super exciting project uh the other one is how we are going to try to grow in the us and in other places partnering up with more festival with more springboards and try to find more opportunities for artists and we're going to be we're going to try to be everywhere it's going to be complicated because the u.s is so big but we're going to try to like meet and 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 and, uh, and really adapt groover to the needs of uh, people in the u.s and around the world um the third thing I i told you a bit but it's like a personal thing i'm really excited about is the whole this whole like dj category and growing on the electronic music scene because i think it's really something we can we can be better at so i'm excited to yes. see if we're able to <laughs> um, absolutely and so these are some of the new things that you can expect uh in is there uh, i think you
0: mentioned earlier maybe in the conversation interview uh that you were you guys mentioned you're working on a fund for the artists also a special fund for artists or no
1: um, uh, no, not, not especially, but we're always trying to find new uh, opportunities. Uh, and we have the ideas of like having calls for applicants for artists to really get more opportunities and to, for the artists who are really have something happening, but are still alone. How can we help them really find the right setup for them and grow? Like really have this both thing of like Groover is, uh, um, um, everyone can use it everyone can grow using Groover. But at the same yes. time, some are really standing out because their music is good and they're going the right way and how can we help them go even further So it's both those things that we're trying to put energy on
0: great well i have to say great Mm -hmm. interview very informative and very inspiring and motivating. thank you absolutely i'm sure our viewers at soundbreakers and and listeners will find this extremely inspiring to pursue their dreams and also some of them might be artists and they're going to join your uh, platform um Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. And this concludes today's episode of Soundbreaker. Please make sure you follow us on socials to stay tuned uh, for a new episode. See you and thank you very
1: much. Thank you very much. And uh, it was an amazing uh, interview and amazing question. So thank you.
0: (laughs) My pleasure. My pleasure having you. Absolutely. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to share the Soundbreaker podcast. And if you are joining us on YouTube, please like this video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time.